0: All right, tomorrow's leaders. I've got Audley Stevenson on the show today and how he and I met is he had invited me to be a guest on his podcast and we had such a great conversation and just got into so much stuff. I'm like, wow, this guy would be great on my podcast. So he's got a really, really cool background. You'll hear it. He's the commissioner of basically the NBA up in Canada, Uh, but really cool story as to how he got into it and I think just life lessons for everybody in this podcast. I loved, loved, loved talking to him. So I think you'll love listening to him. Here is Audley. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Laredo, your host. I've got a great guest today. I've been, We've been trying to set this up, and my, my issue's on my end, trying to get... Audley and I connected, but I've got Audley Stevenson, who is the commissioner of the Professional Basketball Association in Canada, the NBL in Canada. He's a podcaster, a writer, a speaker, an influencer, all kinds of great stuff. Audley, thanks for joining today, man.
1: John, it's, it's it's great to be here. Uh, welcome to allow. Thanks for having me in your house. I know we, you know, I had you on my podcast. We do a little swap here, which is great. Uh, I love the topic of leadership. Uh, it's something that uh, uh, sort of charges me a little bit, so I'm pleased to to yeah. sit down and chat with you a bit more on this. Well, I, you know, and I, I again, I appreciate it because you've got so much to offer. You
0: do so much in your world and in your life and your influence on a lot of people and organizations. <laughs> so. You're really the perfect person to talk to. I know my listeners are gonna get a lot from our, our conversation and listening in. Um, let's you. start with I just the, the fact of you being commissioner of the <laughs> NBL, that's a big yeah. deal. I mean, uh, tell us about that. I know you've been doing it for, it's 10 years now. Tell us
1: yeah it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, leagues and ten years in operation. Uh, you know, uh, and you know we sort of, will eventually talk about audaciousness and what that means. But I think for me, a big part of that is sort of leading with your passion, right? So everything that you do starts with your passion. And I look, I, I, I love basketball as a kid growing up. Uh, I never played at any super high level outside of uh, being a local playground legend where I grew up. But that was the extent of my, you know, my, my basketball career. But I still love the game, and and, and that love for the game uh, always. I was all because of that love of the game. I was always finding ways to kind of be as close to it as possible, and it was even funny. You know, when I think about that, that even that the lesson that you know, if, if we can find ways to stay as close to our dreams as we can, you know, great things can happen. And so for me, it was like you know, hey, I, I love the game. How can I be a part of it? And I, I I got into the podcasting game, if you will, and I started I actually used to have an NBA podcast back in like. 07. I mean, now these days everyone's got a podcast or like a business card, right? Mm-hmm. But back in two thousand seven, that wasn't the case. And what made our podcast unique is that you know basketball as a game. You know, the, the Raptors weren't particularly great, so they didn't have a following. They hadn't won championships yet, so you know the, 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 that explosion hadn't taken place. And so we were considered a couple guys doing this podcast about basketball, and we we're from Canada. And you know, people kind of you know it, it, it was actually it worked advantage because that kind of resonated with people because they didn't understand how that was even possible but we made it work and so we had this great podcast we had nba guests we had uh you know all sorts of uh neat people come on the show uh i remember uh jaleel white from family matters steve urkel was a guest we talked nba hoops so it was it was a really just fun podcast and in 2011 what what coincides with the year that nbl canada started uh the nba was in a lockout. when you've got and again you know things are very different now than back then, you know you know now, if there's a lockout, you're not worried about content you still because of social media, you know what you know players had for breakfast, you know what color their shoelaces are you know you can still you know you can yeah. still have you know lots of content at your disposal. back then that wasn't the case, and so um we th- I thought, well you know what are we gonna do to sort of fill that gap and fill that void? I'm like, hey. NBL Canada started. There's a basketball league in Canada that's happening. Why don't we switch over to this new realm? And we jumped over. And I essentially, I essentially said, "Hey, I do this." basketball thing in the NBA world why can not I do it for you you're brand new yet I knew they didn't have it because they were brand new so I immediately saw where my opportunity was and I found my gap and uh, I, I that was essentially my niche and uh, over time you know give me the bridge you know the you know the Coles version if you will but over time I found ways to become deeply and, and deeper involved with the organization uh, I became more reliable uh, trusted I gained people's confidence and I grew in the organization Organization, you know, and fast forward ten years, I now sit at an organization that I approach as a volunteer of, and so wow. uh, that's been my journey. Um, but I think what 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 was what led on that journey, and I'll go back to the point I made: it was my passion. I said, "Let's try this. Let's do this," because of the love of the game that I had, and
0: yeah, you know, the rest is history. Well, I love it. First of all, I can tell you're super passionate about it. I, I mean, you're just, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're for those of them are listening. I mean, you got this. Big booming smile and energy <laughs> about you. So I, I love Thank that. You. And that comes, you. you can't fake that. That's authentic. And yep. so it tells me you're in the sweet spot of life. I mean, you are doing Absolutely. exactly what you're meant to be doing. Yep. What I find really interesting is, you know, it almost, it's funny because I think people think about, hey, I want to, here's my vision. I want to be the commissioner of, You know, a a basketball, you know, professional basketball league or or football or something, whatever it might be. And they're thinking about what's the path to get there. With you, it sounds like it almost happened by just natural circumstance of saying, hey, I want to be surrounded. I want to dive into what I'm passionate about. Did yep. you have 10 years ago an idea that you'd be the commissioner? Or, no clue.
1: Or no? John, absolutely no clue. In fact, I'll tell you a quick story. So, so during that time, as I was getting deeper involved with the organization, and again, the, the idea hadn't been, well, this is where I want to be. I, that was the first thing for my mind. I just knew that I wanted to be around it, and I, and, and I believed in what they were doing. Uh, I, I wanted to support the league in any way possible. So I threw in all my energy and all my passion and everything into it. I poured it into the league and through that process I started to become, I start to work closer and closer with different individuals uh, some of the teams uh, and even the executives and as time went on I, I, I kind of sort of seat my way into the boardroom mm-hmm. and I start to listen and I start to hear and learn and understand and gain this whole under, uh, insight about the business operation of basketball. And and that started to grow, and um, I'll, I'll never forget the the, the moment when I'd, got, I'd gotten to a point where uh, um, I, I just I had all this knowledge and all these insights and I was contributing ideas, and everyone had a good relationship, and everyone loved me, and I loved them, and we had these big things in mind. The the, the person who sat as the commissioner, um, he it was the end of his he, he would just he was at the end of his agreement, his contract had run, run out, and he was looking to to move on. And they were negotiating about, you know, how can we get you to stay? And he was from the U.S. America originally. So, you know, coming to Canada is away from his family. He was kind of thinking about those things. So he had this pull to kind of go back home, so to speak. But he at the same time wanted to, very much to be here. Um, he and I were very good friends. I'd worked closely with him. And, and he went to the – so he's negotiating with the board of directors. And he said to the board, you know what, this is a really big job. If I had a deputy commissioner that worked alongside with me, that would make a huge difference. And I really think you know we can do some special things. So you know they went off to sort of talk, think about that, and my name came up, and they approached me and said, you know, how do you, what do you think about this? And um, it really interesting. I was at a sort of a, a turbulent point in my personal life. Um, I, was, I was I was going through a divorce, and I was kind of at that point where uh, I was I was I was kind of fighting this you know, you know this inevitability of the end of this relationship and I was kind of fighting and I remember I'll I forget it was a Friday that I was approached so that Thursday I kind of came to the conclusion like this thing I'm trying to fight you just got to let it go it's, it's I, I, as much as I want to hold on to it it's not there for me anymore and I, I made that conscious decision on the Thursday to let go on the Friday I get this call saying hey do you want to be the deputy commissioner And and I'll never I I vividly remember saying, well, let me think about it over the weekend because I really didn't know and I hadn't thought about it. I couldn't see myself in that role, and the phone. I hung up the phone. I'm like, what are you doing? Like this is a tremendous opportunity. What is there to think about, right? But uh, you know, but the, the the big lesson in that was you know the whole idea here. I'm going through this personal turmoil, and it's like i couldn 't receive the great things that was intended to me for me until I let go of what was holding me back and, and that was a, a tremendous lesson. The other part about it, too that I thought makes this story interesting is after I, I, I said yes i 'll accept the role as commissioner or deputy commissioner, um, the commissioner made the, the actual commissioner made the decision to go back home to be with his family. So he left and essentially I was the commissioner as a result of just saying, you know, I said yes to a role and got something. More than I ever imagined, and, and and the ride has been great ever since. It's obviously lots of learning, lots of lessons, mm-hmm. uh, lots of bumps and bruises. No question about that. I wouldn't say it was an easy pathway, but mm-hmm. it's been one that I've learned, and, yeah. and you know, the, it, it's it, experience teaches you much.
0: Wow, man! Well, first of all, I I, I so <laughs> much there, and congratulations on everything, and gr- Thank you. congratulations on on getting that opportunity. It's one thing to get it, but to really do right. something with it, and what you've done, obviously, which That's tremendous. I love the concept, and I don't think many people realize this, that when you are holding on to stuff whether it's a, uh, anything that creates stress and just it yep. occupies mental space. Yep. And most people don't realize that that does prevent you from having other things. That's right. Come into your life. It really That's does. Right. I mean, it's, it, right. it prevents you from seeing things. It prevents yep. you from taking yep. actions that will open up doors for you. It prevents you from just creating the mental space to think about things Absolutely. a little bit differently. And I've been Absolutely. there personally myself with yep. when I've made a decision that has has closed out a chapter yes. of my life, it has been remarkable at what that yes. has done. And yes. people, you know, it's like, and I've seen this analogy in action where people hold, somebody holds out a glass of water, you know, and it's, yeah. it's a light gla- it's a little, you know, anybody can pick up a yeah. glass of water, yeah. but if yeah. you hold it out at arm's length for an hour, it becomes... Yeah. Heavy, that's right. Feels like it's 25 pounds. And that's correct. It is. And if you hold it out there for six hours, it's, you know, so the that's same right. small thing when you hold on to it for an extended period of time, it yeah. just drains you weights on you and yes. prevents you from yes. things like that. So I love that yeah. concept.
1: Yeah, well, it, it holds back the, you know, I oftentimes talk about the greatness that we're intended to receive, right? Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that had I been devoting my energy, my mental capacity to trying to fix something that couldn't work, I couldn't receive what was waiting for me. Right. I had to let go to get and and ensure and, and, and it's really easy after the fact to come to this epiphany and realization. And in the mind, we all we've all been in these moments where it was so challenging and hard. But th- there needs to be a belief that to know that we're intended for better. We're intended for great things. We just have to be able to receive it and be ready to receive it. Mm, love it. You talk a lot
0: about audacious living. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? What does that look uh, like?
1: A concept. It's 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 a way of life. Uh, you know, you can talk. You can insert the word bold. Um, I, I don't. I, I'm not particularly fa- a fan of talking about taking chances because I truly believe that if you're being audacious, you're being true to yourself and who you're supposed to be. And if you're being true to yourself, you're never taking a chance. So I'm very careful when I talk about boldness and chance and risk that, you know, you're not taking a chance when you're being who you're supposed to be in life. And I truly think that we're all meant to be this individual, That this, uh, an individual. We just have to go after it and get it and, and take that step forward. And oftentimes when we take that first initial step, you know, you think back, even you take a couple steps back, John, to before you take that step, you think of all the, 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 the fears and the doubts and uncertainties. And all that are in our heads about, you know, why we can't do it or why we shouldn't do it or why it's not the right thing for us. But when we take that chance and we take that step and we take that first that launch forward, you know, that's the beginning of all kind of great things. And you you know, the the expression every great journey begins with that first step. But we've gotta be bold and audacious enough to actually take that step to go on that journey. So
0: you got a lot of people that are listening right now saying, Oh man, I feel like he's talking to me. I mean, I know <laughs> I need to do this. I need to take this next step, and no. whatever it is, maybe it's a job opportunity, maybe it's starting yep. a new career or a new path or a new relationship, whatever it is, nope. ending one. Nope. Um, but it's one thing to to know it and to think it and be like, yeah, he's right. I got to do this. But to actually do it and pull do the it. trigger is it's really really first tough. Step. right? And it, it's it's just that thought of. Um, it's the thought of all the things that could could possibly go wrong oh yeah you know yeah
1: we, we've got them all in here all the things that can be, go wrong mess us up uh, send us oh yeah we've got them all in our heads but we've got to fight through that we got to get past on the other side because I, I, on the other side of that fear doubt and uncertainty I believe and what I preach is that's where the greatness lies mm-hmm. right you can't uh, you can't achieve any level of greatness without coming through some difficult rough patch of some sort yeah. but the, the, it's, it's worth i oftentimes use a, the, the analogy of, of a boulder in our path right there's a boulder in our pathway and it's our job to get whether it's up over around through whatever but we got to get to the other side because yeah. that's where the true greatness lies
0: it's interesting i really and i believe in that 100 I you know when when you're in a situation you know before i left my nice cushy secure job yep. uh, you know i thought I was at a certain level. I thought I was, I knew I could do more. I knew I could do better, right. but it was scary. It was really yes. scary taking yes. that leap. Yes. What I realized though is once I did that, there was a whole different version of myself that existed that I didn't even know. I had no right. idea. And right. it wasn't until I let go of that security and, and threw that security blanket away and said, hey, I've got to do this. I've got to take a chance. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like exactly. And it's okay, nope. I think. I think that's a, a good message and what i hear you saying when you took that you know leap and kind of closed the door on that you know ended something you knew wasn't going to work you don't necessarily know what things are going to look like but you have to have some level of blind faith and the best version of you will come out when you're sometimes in that uncomfortable state of just okay i don't know what this is going to happen
1: and, and and you know what, John, oftentimes happens, we get a lot of markers and we get a lot of signals, and sometimes they come from other people because others can easily identify the greatness that lies within us, oftentimes before we do. So the same way that the you know the board of directors, you know, the, the, the chair came to me, he saw it what before I did. Um a, another quick story I'll share is is during the time I was, you know, this volunteer of, of you know, and I was a volunteer for several years, um, I had a dear friend of mine, his, his name was Rick. Rick. and Rick was a professional golfer uh, but he was also a big baths, basketball enthusiast our, our our daughters you know played the same rep team for several years and so we kind of you know we we, we we followed each other and so he'd be hit he'd become a friend of mine over a series of you know, several years um, he unfortunately took ill with uh, with cancer um uh, he had pancreatic cancer. He was battling it. And um, his, day, his days certainly were numbered, and, and, we, and we, we'd come to terms with that uh, quite some time ago. But, you know, he very much was very energetic and, and passionate about life. And I remember once our, N- NBL Canada was holding a draft and I saw Rick would love this. I'll bring him out to the draft. And, and he absolutely soaked it up. He got to meet the players. Um, he, got to get, you know, he was always giving advice. Or he was talking to people. And he was in his element. And I remember we were driving back home. And he was all jacked. He was all excited. And, and he said to me, you know, oddly, I can see you one day running this league and again this was the furthest wasn't even there had no idea no clue and and i just said yeah sure and i said sure no problem rick and it started to then become a regular conversation between he and i he would talk about hey why don't you think about this why don't you approach this have you thought about that and, he, and it was and, but it was continuous and i remember even as his illness progressed. You know, he would still call me like once a week and talk about different ideas. And at this point, you know, I'm entertaining him. But uh, I also, you know, I'm, and I'm more focused on his health. But, you know, he was really passionate about this. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away before he could actually see the realization of what he saw come to life. And, 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 I, and, I, and I remember sort of having a moment going, man, I really wish Rick was able to see this. And I sort of stopped myself, and I realized he already did see it. He saw it a long time ago. He saw it before me. He didn't need to be here to see it. He saw it before, and so again, you know, we get these we get these indicators from other people uh, that are, can see the full our our full perspective. Sometimes the view of our own selves is limited, uh, but the outside viewpoint is fantastic. And so, even when we're in that moment where we're feeling, when people start to encourage you and people are saying, "Yeah, you should." Pay attention because they can see something that we can't always.
0: That's, that's first of all, that's a really touching story. And that's, uh, okay. and, and you're so right. You know, people sometimes see those things that we just can't. Yeah. You know, I, I, I got also great advice one time, a long time ago from somebody who said, you know what, we sometimes get, and this person was speaking to me, he said, you're so focused maniacally so on what you're trying to do. That's okay, but it's also bad because you put the blinders on and you truly don't see. He said you've got to actually pay attention to the signs out there, the things that are going to be put in front of you that if you're so myopically focused and maniacally focused on one thing, (laughs) you're going to miss them. And if that's the right. current, you know, you're in a boat and the current's taking you a certain different direction, sometimes yeah. you gotta pay attention yeah. to that and say, all right, let that's me right. just see what's over here. That's right. Um, but I love that. And that's something I think as leaders, we can do for other people too. We don't realize, Absolutely. I'm sure Rick, you know, I'm sure he does and, and knows what's happening because you're right. He saw it and he he's there in spirit. Absolutely. And he sees it. But there are also other, there's there's people, things that we see in others. And sometimes we don't say something. Had Rick never said something yeah. to you. That's right. That's maybe right. It wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. You know, right. you don't know. Yep. But it takes that little push and that somebody's saying, hey, you know what? You'd be great at
1: this. Right. You know? Right. No, point. you're right. And, and I think that's, and I think it, and as you say that, that is a reminder to me how important it is that if we have an opportunity to. Pass on a word of encouragement, give a kindness, um, support in some way. We should take advantage of it because we have no idea, you know, in that moment, what it means to that individual uh, and, and whether in your, you're in a leadership role or not, quite frankly, I think that's a sign of leadership, that, that being able to do that, to build up others, to support them, to lift them up. Uh, I think that's a tremendous leadership trait, an important one, because the others, you know, the, the, we talk about the others, the others that are around us, you know, help, so they, they support the leadership framework right if you don't have the others who are you leading i mean you can lead yourself but you know you have others that you need to be a part of this journey with you so uh, absolutely if you can take advantage to do that uh, by all means i think you're on the right path
0: yeah what are some of the other ways that leaders can learn to become better leaders one is you know being in a role obviously is going to develop you and everything but sure what what do you suggest or what do you do to become better at what you're doing and better at influencing people and impacting organizations
1: number one is listening uh, I think listening is key hearing what what people are, are, are saying not necessarily even just about you about the organization how they feel about it how they perceive it you know this year NBL Canada uh, is celebrating its tenth year of operation and, and 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 which is a big deal in Canada because there hasn't been a league in Canada that's been along around as long as we have and so it's a really big deal and and so when, when, I, when I'm with our staff and we're talking about it like I'm, I'm listening to talk about how special it is, how important it is, and how, how good of a job that we've all got to do to elevate this year. Well, that's an important... I you know hearing that is important for me because then I need to understand no not that I didn't but that, that you know what is important to us collectively you know, what all we need to be doing and so you know li- listening has tremendous tremendous advantages and benefits and just being able to check the pulse have a gauge check yourself even like I mean I know sometimes feedback isn't always uh, easy to hear from ourselves but I think we need to be open with you know hey. How am I doing? Check in with people, right? Um, and be prepared to accept what comes your way. It may not all be rosy, and it might be really honest, and it might cut you a little bit. But I think those are important things that we need to hear to get better. So, I mean, for me, when I talk about learning, uh, listening, absolutely, um, you know, uh, uh, paying attention to sort of uh, those in, before us, like right? you know. People ahead of us have forged trails and pathways for us, uh, for you know, for, for a reason. Now, I think it's important that we pay attention to whether their successes. I, I, I like to really pay attention to why people didn't succeed and and why why they missed the mark. I notice I didn't say the word failure, right? Why they missed the mark? Why didn't they get where they wanted to? Like what prevented them? Uh, you know, and I think if you can walk from those situa- walk away from those situations with a lesson, you didn't fail you know you just didn't have enough time to 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 uh uh to get where you needed to get to uh I don't know if you remember the movie Coach Carter um the basketball coach I heard him uh, re- actually, very recently I heard him say that uh he's a, he, he's uh the only coach in the world that's never lost I've never lost a game I've just ran out of time I've never lost right and that and that's exactly it like you, you keep going and it's it's not failure it's okay let me I, I miss my mark. Let me keep on going. So yeah. And you're, it's, yeah. so listening, absolutely paying attention to to to, you know, past lessons are the two big ones I would I would hone in on.
0: I love it. And you're so right. You know, and it's it's ne- it's a never ending journey. You're always going to get yeah. better and better. And there's things that you're going to see. And I, I really love that. You're gonna hear and observe and listen and and take things that you wouldn't have gotten before, insights that you wouldn't have had, ideas that yeah. you wouldn't have had, perspectives yeah. that you wouldn't have, yeah. and uh, as you know, the old very. Uh, not used enough saying goes you got two ears and one mouth use them in proportion <laughs> uh, which I also learned in an earlier so. a good
1: but, but also say too an important aspect uh, and, and you, uh, of, especially when we talk about the listening and the feedback thing is the environment that leaders create right it's got to be conducive and allow for that, that safety that if I say to my manager my boss my supervisor you know in a respectful fashion obviously like you want to maintain that but be able To give feedback, knowing that it's safe, knowing that there's no reprimand, knowing that it won't be you know held over my head, I think that's also a really, really key aspect of 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 you know what leaders can do. So you've got to so so it's 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 not just enough to say give me your feedback, give me your feedback, give me your feedback. It's I've got to create that environment where it's safe to give the
0: feedback. Yeah, that's such a good point. I remember, and this goes back a lot of years, a number of years, but I remember a leader who was very much vocal about hey, I want feedback, I want feedback, I really value your input and yep. there was one situation where he uh referenced in a third party way somebody who had given me feed uh, given him feedback and he was uh kind of very uh negative about that person hey you know they don't really know what they're talking about whatever it was a small comment but i remember talking to him afterwards i'm like you don't realize that comment there, yes. even though yes. it wasn't directly directed to that person. They just assume that okay, why would I give him feedback if right. this is the way he responds to it? So exactly. it's little stuff that we might exactly. say one thing, but it's little stuff we do that might, you know, close right. down that that feedback loop. So you're right, you're uh, right. Great stuff, Audley. This is absolutely phenomenal. I I could talk to you for hours. Um, you're <laughs> a wealth here. of information. I know there's a lot of people Thank out you. there that might want to learn more about you. You've got your podcast, obviously. There's other ways people can connect with you if they want more of oddly. What do they do? <laughs>
1: Thank you, uh, first of all, John. It's, it's great to, to to be here. Thank you for you know laying the foundation and you know making it easy to have have these discussions and share these ideas. Again, I just gave the example of how how important it is for leaders to you know create an environment, and that's exactly what you've done uh, through your platform. So congratulations to you as a fellow podcaster. I know I know what the journey can be like, and whether it's technical. Or guest booking or whatever, I get it. So uh, you know, uh, congratulations. Uh, my podcast, it's the Audacious Living Podcast. Um, I, 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 I I'm actually am very close to uh, reaching hundred episodes, which is uh, a, a big deal, and, uh, you know, to, to get that kind of milestone, uh, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, you know, again, we, we, we talk about all sorts of great principles. Uh, invite wonderful guests. Uh, my website uh, is best audaciouslife.com uh, that's where you can sort of connect with me uh, you know my, my socials and all those sorts of things are there as well um, I'm active on Instagram these days a lot of basketball stuff as you, you know again I've got to uh, support my brand at NBL Canada so that's a big part of what I'm doing but uh, you know these conversations and dialogues and discussions are, are, are very very important to me In some ways I sort of feel like I, I lead two separate lives here the sports world and sort of this you know the, 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 uh, the self development space but it's 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 a place I'm very comfortable in both. Um, I I invite conversation. I encourage connection. Uh, I I think it's great. I think that's how we learn, grow, and develop together. Uh, and quite frankly, you know, I don't know how, how I don't know how else you know you can make this you know a more audacious place. So uh, by all means, connect with me. Uh, I'd be happy to uh, to chat.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, you've been a fantastic guest. Greatly appreciate (laughs) you joining. And uh, for all of you out there, we'll have all that info in the show notes. uh, So you can go check out uh, Audley's podcast, uh, his website, all the information will be there right in the show notes. And we've been here today with Audley Stevenson, who is the commissioner of the NBL Canada podcast, writer, speaker, influencer, great guest i'm very interested in your ideas for future guests as well as content of this show as always like share subscribe and go down below give five-star review and thanks for joining everybody and oddly thanks again thanks john appreciate it thanks for joining us on today's episode of tomorrow's leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching reach me at john at group.com